Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another live stream. Cliff and Stephanie here and we are going to be doing an episode of Family from the Heart. Recording this as a primarily first and foremost podcast episode. But before we begin, I need to check out some things are actually working. Uh, so first and foremost, it looks like we're on the screen. Uh, the question is, is are we actually live? Because I'm noticing right now that we are not showing live Actually, okay, we are live. We are live now on LinkedIn. And here's, the, this is a big kicker, Stephanie. Are you ready for this? I know, you, I know I've already kind of spoiled the deal here. But check this out. This took a lot of work, my friends. But right here is YouTube. And that is Stephanie's channel right there showing us live. And... I'd love to talk real briefly a little bit about that, why that's such a big deal. All right, I'm going to now um, just focus on looking at you, Stephanie, since we were doing everything different here. I'm trying to get talking. <laughs> Abraham Hicks to stop talking to me over here through my phone. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I have never been better. It gets better every minute of the day. Uh, should we do, here's the situation. So I have been getting, or I've been working on a lot of projects. One of the projects that I've been working on is getting our podcast put into, um, what is it called? YouTube. Mm -hmm. Because they're getting ready to do away with the Google podcast directory and they're going all in and bringing their uh, application of podcasts into YouTube. I made a questionable decision to import all of my podcasts onto my Cliff Ravenscraft YouTube channel, which probably isn't really a great idea, but it's a project that's already been done. So I've brought in Family from the Heart and a bunch of other shows that I do as a solo hosted show, and they all show up as non-video. It's it's just a static square image of our podcast artwork with art with podcasts. Ideally, I think what I maybe should have done is to create a separate channel in YouTube for each podcast and then imported that podcast. Okay. But I didn't do that. You live and learn. You do live and learn. But the reason, why did I bring that up? The reason why I brought that up, Stephanie, is due to the fact that when I imported all of the episodes of Family from the Heart. This is, by the way, episode, I think, 442. Mm -hmm. So 441 copyright strikes from YouTube saying, hey, you have copywritten music. Now, that copywritten music is actually licensed. So we do have a license to use it, and I had to go in and tell them 441 times... <laughs> That we have a license for this. We paid for this intro to be professionally made. But the reason why I have not yet hit the button to play our family from the heart jingle is because I can't, I don't know if it's the beginning jingle where there's the voiceover or if it's the long two minute and, you know, whole thing that we do at the end. Right. So I think what I need to do, what I'd like to do is I'd like to go ahead and do the jingle for the family from the heart podcast. And start from there and not do the music at the end because I want to see if 
if we're going to get a Which copyright. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, talk to people for just a moment while I go over here and do something. <laughs> Y'all should have seen the amount of time it took him to to get this set up going. Um, it, it was... It's funny because we spent so many years with me podcasting just across the desk from him, and now we want to record... We want a podcast with me just across the desk from him, but it was like a 45 minute setup. <laughs> At least, well, it was 45 minutes of you being down here. That, that Actually, I think I've been here for an hour. Yeah, so. I, it was yeah. it was a little bit of timing. There was a little bit of time devoted to this whole project before you came down. But yeah, anyway, let, let's go ahead and play the music. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. You know, the funny thing is, Stephanie, is I have no headphones on, so I heard the music in the background through my headphones. But I have no idea, you know, what is the proper mix between my voice and <laughs> and the music right now. I have like, can people hear me right now? I probably they okay. I can fade it down if I don't even know if the music is still playing. But I'm gonna fade it out anyway. So we are back with another episode of Family from the Heart. We are definitely taking an MSU approach to this podcast episode. Do you want to tell people? in a family-friendly way, what the MSU business model is. It's to make stuff up. That's exactly right. And and that's not just a motto for this podcast. It's a motto for how we live. Yes. We, we live a MSU lifestyle. We create the rules of our life as we go along and oftentimes choose not to play the rules that others have adopted. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair to say? That's very fair to say. Yeah. I, I I quite often like to bust through the rules that other people create for me. Yeah. Where do they think that they get the right to create rules for me? Yeah. That, the, like that's the question that, that I sometimes ask myself. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is I'm so tempted right now. I, I'm like divided between hearing what you're saying and I did. I, I was listening to what you're saying. And wondering, wow, is Stephanie talking really low right now? Do I need wear to wear your headphones? Well, I don't. Do I want to wear my headphones through this whole thing? I, I mean, if if it's going to be that distracting to you, it would not be the first podcast but, that we have recorded where you are wearing headphones and I am not. Well, this is true. This is actually accurate. Um, it is weird to be sitting here to broadcast. You know, for, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna put my headphones. On. I know this is. Oh, that sounds so much better. Hi. Hi. Oh, wow, you sound really good. I know. <laughs> I'm not used to hearing you without in my headphones. That's sad. That's not true. <laughs> but it sounded good. All right. So, wow. That means the rest of the time you don't listen to me unless I'm say? unless I'm in your headphones. Unless I'm in your headphones. <laughs> All right. So, oh gosh. Okay, there this is such a By the way, the episode of the audio podcast is going to include the intro before the music. Right. So yeah. people will know what's going on here. By the way, today is a very special day, uh, December 16th, 2023. Do you want to explain why it's so special? Today is our 18th podcasting anniversary. 
we have been podcasting since December 16th, 2005, when we began. Was that the introduction show or was that the first Lost podcast? So like it was the December 16th, 2005 was the day that I sat down in the little living room area of our old home and I recorded a solo hosted episode that says, hey, everybody, my name's Cliff Ravenscraft. I've been listening to podcasts. This is who I am. I don't think anybody would ever want to hear me in a podcast, but I'm going to put a podcast out anyway. I don't think anybody wants to, you know, there are three main passions that I have. One is the television show Lost, but there's already so many podcasts out there devoted to the television show Lost. What additional value do I have to bring to the table? Another um, passion of mine is technology, but given the fact that the only people listening to podcasts these days are tech early adopters, there's so many podcasts about technology already. Why would anybody want to hear me talk about technology? And then the third one is faith. And it seems like there's already a number of people who have been uh, Christian radio broadcasters for many years. And those folks are already podcasting. And why would, you know, what do I have to bring to the table that isn't already said by them? So here I am with a podcast called Generally Speaking. And I had done this whole introduction. And then I said, you know, hey, today I'm going to focus on the topic lost. And I talked about how I was introduced to the television show from you sitting on the couch. It sucked me in. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've I've got to find out more about this show. This is so attention grabbing. And so I talked about some of the things that I love about the show. And then all of a sudden it got I think the first episode 500 downloads within three days, which blew my mind. I'm like, I can't believe there are 500 people out there who want to hear anything I have to say about this television show. But then the emails started coming in and people said, you should definitely do a podcast devoted to lost. I don't care what you have to say about technology. Certainly not interested in your perspective on faith. I mean, there was a handful right. of people that said that and and not in a pejorative negative way. It's just like, that's just not my thing that I would be interested in. But if you had a podcast solely devoted to the television show lost, I would be listening. And then I went to you and asked you if you'd be willing to do it with me. And we invited our next door neighbor, Rachel at the time, to join us. And I think it was the next week that officially began that process. But today marks the 18th day of the first podcast that was ever released. That's incredible. Like, I think about when you had asked me to join you on that podcast. Number one, I was like, nobody's going to listen. This is so ridiculous. And, um, but that was my first thought after you had to explain to me what podcasting was. Like literally 18 years ago, I did not know what podcasting was. Yeah. Well, neither did like 99.5% of the planet's population. And, you know, I wonder what, so if, if, December 16th is the 18th anniversary of your first episode. I wonder when I started podcasting. Well, we could look. That's, we don't need to look right now, but that, that's something I would. I, I, You know what? It would be super easy to find because I okay. have, if I go to my documents folder, yeah, I'll just go to documents folder and I can go to, I want to look for Dropbox. So my favorites. <laughs> What's so funny? Well, I was thinking if you were going to look for when 
I started podcasting, then really I should have you look for when you stopped scripting me because that's when I really started <laughs> podcasting. That's not fair. That's right. very fair. So the second episode was December 22nd. Okay. 2006. Five. What? Or 2005. Yeah. Five. I can't I like, wait. A year? <laughs> let, let me just click here and see if that comes up. Oh, it's, um, it is archived. So I have to actually say... Make available offline. So now it's downloading it from Dropbox and it's there. And here is, um, it's sending audio through that. Here we go. Yeah, cause we, we watched several episodes each day for probably a week and then needed a break. But it was awesome. <laughs> so we could watch our season two episodes. I forgot our audio oh, yeah. quality we was like kind that. Of, yeah. But it was kind of so cool. I've seen season one twice. You have. In its entirety. Oh, that's good. So, so we're all yeah. Lost fans, and uh, we're here to talk about Lost. That's our introduction, so we're going to move right on. Uh, let me just tell you. Uh, oh, my gosh. It's cringy, isn't it? I don't know. I didn't hear it. Oh, that's right. So- <laughs> that's I was hilarious. waiting for you to catch on that I'm not hearing it because I'm not wearing headphones. That's hilarious. Oh, you're funny. Well, that's so, good because well, you, you, can, you don't like to hear yourself. I really don't like to hear myself. And if the audio quality is that bad, it would be extra cringy for me. Oh, my gosh. Ah, wow. I, that, that made me tear up. I was laughing so, so hard. So the 22nd is is when I had my first yep. podcast episode. Okay. Oh, uh, let, Interesting. Oh, none of us heard it. Oh, wait. DG Hollams says none of us heard it. Hold on. Let me f- find what's going on here. Be thankful, DG. Wait a second. What does he mean? Nobody heard it. Cliff how, heard it. How? He had a good time. I heard it. It was good. <laughs> what do you, I don't know what you guys are talking about. He said none of us heard it. Why? Why would? Why would? Because it's top secret information. No, hold on. This could be a ba- this could be inter- incredibly bad stuff. Oh, okay. Um. So roadcast. No, I'm looking. Roadcaster Pro Stereo is right there. And and now of course I've okay. I am. I'm going to see if it was just DG that did. By the way, DG, I'm thrilled to hear that you are out there watching right now on Facebook. Thank you so much. Uh, remove. Okay, so hold on. We're going to, I've got to figure this out. So Dropbox, we're going to go to content archives, scroll all the way down to weekly lost. Uh, nope, I, that's wrong podcast. Weekly lost podcast, second episode. And I'm going to see if it shows the indicator. Ah, he is right. Oh, wow. Okay, so all because I'm playing it from the computer to the computer. So um, why, So it, it would have to have system audio. Is there, how do you, why do I not have a thing for it to show, to play system audio? It should. I shouldn't have asked. This is a distraction that Cliff did not need. Oh, man. Hold on. Uh, so now I, now I, oh, okay. Now, now, wait a second. Uh, now there's an echo, he says. Yeah, I, I, I. Cliff it, and his rabbit holes. Hold on. So, yeah. Nope. I, by the way, I'm sorry about the echo for those of you on the live stream. I'm going to take that through. I don't know. That, so, 
computer system audio is not a, yeah thank you dg um computer system audio is not an option for the playthrough so by the way my apologies to those of you who are watching on all of the places which by the way that's a whole different topic that we were going to talk about here stephanie is the fact that we're broadcasting in more locations today than we were the last time we were streaming live as far as i know it should just be one new location is it not yeah i think you're right okay Uh, maybe okay so Oh goodness, rabbit, rabbit, squirrel! But I, now, now I'm trying to think. It's like, okay, I'm gonna have to write a note. Can you hand me? I need a pen. Here's a note. Uh, we need ecam system audio to live stream. That's that's funny. Okay, so. Maybe it's all in my head. Maybe I maybe no maybe there is no audio. Maybe there wasn't. Maybe you all, just heard it I'm all just, back. I'm, it's like why is every why is Cliff laughing? It, it, I'm not hearing anything funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. So and then DG DG says, um, how do I actually get that on the screen? So I am not handling this software so well. Do you Oh, there it is. Okay, so you have to click on that. He says, you described it well. No need for the playback audio. Love y'all. <laughs> Thank you, DG. Appreciate it. All right, so pulling that back up. All right. <laughs> this is a train wreck. Ah, Stephanie? Yep. 18 years ago, we started podcasting. Yes. That's pretty cool. In our living room on that tiny little oriental coffee table we had that had the pull out stools yeah that was a pretty table it was a pretty table whatever um, happened to that i think we sold it yeah mm-hmm. or gave it away i mean gotcha yeah um it wasn't practical with three small you're kids. whispering at times maybe i thought that wasn't as important as like it was just my internal thought anyway gotcha. it, it, it was not practical the yeah. oriental table wasn't practical with three small kids right. and it was taking a beating and I thought it needed to be cared for better. And so I found somebody else to care for it. Yeah. By the way, I am monitoring LinkedIn comments from the website since LinkedIn does not allow comments to pass through our system here. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Gaby is there. And he says, I couldn't hear it through LinkedIn cliff. So Jonathan, thank you so much. I appreciate you letting us know on the LinkedIn side. But yeah, it's a total... Failure on my part to check and test whether or not audio played from my computer system is going to be broadcast out through the live stream on the same system from which it originated. I have not done that yet. What he said. <laughs> I don't. All right. But so so 18 years is, is a big deal. And um, to, to me, like. Yeah. And, and I know we talked about the fact last month. Last month, two weeks ago, we did an episode of Family from the Heart, and we talked about this podcast is old enough to drive because this podcast was is now 16 years old. But And I'm thinking, it's like, wait a second, are Cliff and Stephanie like totally forgetting the fact that two weeks ago they talked about this exact same topic? And the answer is no, no. because this is a totally different topic. Before, we were talking about the fact that this 
this podcast is 16 years old, which means it can get its driver's permit and it should drive itself from this point forward. Actually, it still needs parent in the car for six months okay. during the state of Kentucky. <laughs> That's quite, it, <laughs> quite, it's quite obvious. obvious. It's like we, we there's all sorts of distracted driving <laughs> happening over here. This is not good. It, I mean, so that, that's a good thing. But this is a totally different topic. This is just us podcasting as a whole. There, this went on for two years as a hobby before this became a full-time career kind of thing. So, Yeah, absolutely. And again, it, it's one of those things that I didn't know what podcasting was. You say that I'm, you know, in the fair majority of people and that and that's fine. But you literally had to describe it to me when you asked me to do it. And I had this this hesitancy or I, I guess it was a fear. I don't know. Um, so I said not by myself and we pulled our neighbor Rachel in and um, it was the three of us for a while. I don't know how long it was the three of us, but we won't look now. And, um, but those were some good times, like recording loss. We were doing, like at the height of our lost, when I know when it was just the two of us, we were recording um, twice a week. I um, <laughs> late into the night because they were um, the initial. Uh, we called it initial reactions. Aired um, that live podcast was right after the show aired, and so we weren't starting until. 10 p.m. Eastern time and like it it was so it was so much a part of our lives that I forget that um where I am now I I kind of I I never forget that Lost got us where we are um we got us where we are with the help of Lost (laughs) but um so I I never quite forget that but then you get so far removed that it's nice to take these moments to to reflect. Kind of reflect and remember. Yeah, and, and I remember just the what you didn't hear and nobody on the live streams heard, but those who listened to the audio podcast of this episode, uh, they heard the audio quality that I was referring to. And it just reminded me as I heard that how much I didn't know at all about the technical aspects of audio about microphone technique, about the difference between a condenser microphone and a dynamic microphone. And just, we we went through so many different iterations trying to improve the audio quality because we actually had a significant amount of feedback from people who knew mm-hmm. a great deal about audio quality that were genuinely trying to help me improve the audio quality of our show. And so many things that they were saying at the time, it. it it's like they were speaking a language I'd never heard before. And it, it took a while for me to figure out some of those things. And I'm very thankful to people like Rem Levictois from Canada who jumped on some one-on-one calls with me to help show me around and editing software. He's like, see, there's this thing called, um, what was it called? Gosh, normalization of audio to bring... Stephanie's low voice and Cliff's loud voice kind of to where we're both about the same levels. And he began to share with me about mic techniques, giving a radio, he had a radio broadcasting background. So 
there's a lot of help along the way. I remember Edith Baker who said, "Hey, I would love I would love to see you guys, you know, thrive in creating content and I hear that you're saving up for some equipment that will be, you know, allow you to produce better quality." And she says, "How much would it cost to take the, you know, to take that next step?" And and I told her the amount and she goes, "Great. What's your home address?" And she wrote us a check and said, "Here, go and buy that gear." I think that for for me, my my memory of of Edith, she's passed now, but um, I think she was our first big cheerleader. Like that, um, we've had a lot of of um, great people we've met along the way. Um, still in contact with with a few of them even now, but um, but Edith was the first really big cheerleader who was in our corner and um and also was a um a nudger in getting you to leave insurance and to do this full time yep yep those were fun days and and i i i fondly remember them and yeah it's it is fun to reminisce it's fun to think about how far we've come and and all of those things and one of the things that we did early on, we didn't start out immediately live streaming the video, but we were live streaming audio and we did live call-ins and had lots of people dial in by telephone on a service called TalkShoe. Talk <laughs> and even before TalkShoe, I had found a, a way to use three different computers that would allow us to stream on something called Skypecast. So Skypecast was uh, had the ability for us to broadcast to, I think we could do 150 people dialed in at the same time, and it might have been 50, I don't remember, but it was it was enough for us mm-hmm. to cover you know the people who would be interested in joining and hearing us live. And then we had the ability uh, with a different computer signed into Skype with a different user ID for people to dial in via Skype and interact with us live. And so we've always had this live interactive component component to a lot of the podcasting stuff that we've done over the years. And then uh, Ustream.tv was a total game changer. And that's that was way before there was live streaming on Facebook and uh, YouTube and all these other platforms. Ustream really led the way in that. And StickCam and a couple other services came up along the way. But yeah, it... it, it We've, I, it's been I, quite the journey. I, I love the fact that we pioneered a lot of the things that are just commonplace today, as right. far as in the industry of podcasting. It's and and not to mention the fact that we've influenced between the two of us, probably over a hundred thousand people have been influenced to start a podcast as a result of the content we've created. And I've personally, on the business side, through Podcast Answer Man which was the what I did from 2006 through 2000, end of 2017. So just over a decade, I personally am responsible for helping 40,000 people launch a podcast, training them, teaching them. So it's been a, it's been a wild journey for 18 years. It really has. It's been All great. right. So a couple of things before we get into how well do you know yourself – I want to make some announcements on the technical sides of things. We did not show up last week with a live stream, and I'm just wondering how many people are there. It's like, yep, there's another one where Cliff said, <laughs> family from the heart is back. So that, all, that, all you have to na- say is the, that magic phrase, and then it's radio silence. But no, 
the reason why we didn't have it last week are it, there are two different reasons. One, I had a project that was a high level priority and a high energy project. And it was one of those things that I needed to do in my business for a very long time, but I've been putting off. And then I had the the itch to do it. And, and it was such that it's like, oh my gosh, I am so into this right now that if I break this flow, I don't know that I'll come back to this level of energy to do this project. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, ah, oh. Stephanie's like, hey, are we, are we doing family from the heart? It's like, oh, I haven't scheduled it yet. Uh, I haven't done the scheduling of the live show yet. And, and the second thing is, is that when you ask that, and there's two hours to prepare, the other thing is that we had already talked about the fact that the, if you were to go back into the archives of YouTube under the live broadcast under my channel, YouTube at youtube.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft, you would see that, um, the most recent family from the hearts before this you were up in your studio above me, mm-hmm. and I was down here, and we were remotely, almost as if I was interviewing somebody in a different part of the world via like a Zoom call or something like that. So I was bringing you in, and you're like, hey, why don't we you know, get back to seeing each other in studio? And I'm like, well, that would require that I, I love the idea. There would be more eye contact like this for, between you and I. <coughs> Excuse me. But it would require a significant change to my studio space. I, I, I mean, I'm thankfully I was able to keep some things the same, but I had to like rearrange my desk and make it to where you could sit across from me. And yeah, it it it, it was a bit of work. And so I didn't do that last week. I did it this week, and and now we're here in the same studio, and. The camera, I, we, I think, I, I feel really good about how things are set up. Yeah. The only thing is, is that the way things are set up right now, every week we're going to take your microphone away and your chair away, and I bring my books back to where you're sitting, and we're currently, this camera right there that I'm pointing at, that camera is my 4K webcam that typically goes on my monitor, and I'll have to pull that down and recenter it and stuff like that, but... Hey, I mean, there will be set up each week. That's, there will be set up each I'm week. That's all I'm hearing you say. But the the whole purpose of building this house and having all of this studio space is, you know, what would be nice is if we could set this up to where... It's ready to go all the time. Ready to go all the time. But you kicked me out of the studio. I did kick you out of the and studio. And you stopped making space for me. <laughs> That's not accurate. And now accurate. you're whining about having to make space for me. It's not but accurate. But the reason that I suggested that we come back to, that I come back down here in fa- was because of the delay. So it's not like I just wanted to come here and look at your face. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work out the... You a want you wanted around. to be in the aura of my present presence. I really, mm, I mean, I'm trying not to be mean right now. But your aura is exhausting. So, um, but no, there there was a delay in in my response, and like there were other technical issues with what's it called ecam mm-hmm. that you're using, and um, this seemed like the best solution. Yeah. While there are still kinks in you working out that. System. Yeah. And, so, and it's going to probably be a, a couple more weeks. I, I mean, thankfully, family from the heart is only permit 
only right now and it does need adult supervision <laughs> for at least the next six months while we try to get yep. things you know situated in such a way where this thing can you know i i could just easily navigate the roads of this thing but i loved it because there was a part where you were kind of uh doing something that i do very frequently but you don't do very frequently and that is you monologued for a little bit and i loved it and so i was able to take me off screen and give my you know my my jaw my smile muscles a little bit of a break i was like "Ah, you could just be like me and not smile this works too (laughs) anyway but i i i I do miss, I I did miss the in studio kind of like I could say well here I am over here talking you know like this and then there's you on screen yes. and then the two of us together and I've missed having that ability and it wasn't the same when I was upstairs when you were upstairs right. phoned in from a different location yes above you <laughs> above me phoned in from a different location a remote you make it Stephanie. sound like I'm leaving the house. Stephanie phones in from a remote across the town. No. So the other thing that I I've been working on in the background is getting your YouTube channel set up. Yes, apparently I had two YouTube channels. Yeah, you had your old. <laughs> Who would have thought well, that you, I actually had one? You had a YouTube channel that was created in two thousand six, I believe. Wow. Or it might be seven. I'm not sure right now, and I'm not going to go down a rabbit trail to go. Good. Find it. It was more than a decade ago. Yeah. And it was under your Gmail account. So I don't I, even remember having a Gmail account. So well, that's fair. You, I, I created one for you many years ago. And so w- to set up a YouTube channel, I think, <laughs> it was the purpose <laughs> okay. of it. And you had like two or three videos on there. I th- Actually, yeah, two or three videos on there. But then... A couple of years later, when you got your cricket, you're like, hey, I want to create a YouTube channel. And at the time, I didn't know that you had a YouTube channel. I think I said, I want to unbox this cricket and record a video. And you said, well, let's make you a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because <laughs> in no in no universe would I say, hey, I want to create a YouTube channel. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, I, I can, uh, yeah. That you get to that? Me, I, yeah. I, I, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So... What hap- What happened was we have at ravenscraft.org is the old, e- you know, the URL that I used to have when I was blogging. And that's what I set up my Google workspace is what it's called today. So it's official Google premium services. And that's the domain that everything is set up. So, so I had a Stephanie at ravenscraft.org email address for you. And that's what I created the YouTube video for you. But it the only second one. the second the- YouTube channel. And so I uploaded that cricket unboxing video and it's just sat there. You know, we mm-hmm. never did anything with it. And recently you wanted to do an unboxing of your soul planner and I uploaded that to that channel. But then explain your revelation in a recent hot seat about live streaming. So um, actually it came about in an episode of um, my podcast, Diving Mosaic, I had my friend um, Liz Deakle from New Zealand interview me for my own show, which was really cool. Um, and and in that, she asked something along the lines of what was my favorite way to work with people or what was my favorite way to reach people or something along those lines. And my answer surprised even me because my answer was um, freed the dream and how 
energetic and alive it was to be in the room with people to to be in the room with like-minded people who who wanted change who wanted you know to to move forward and be better and and so that planted i guess just a little a little seed of sprout and that in my next hot seat began to in my um next level mastermind began to sprout into i miss recording live i really do this was i mean we already talked about you know starting the lost podcast we were doing two live episodes of that show every week plus like 14 other live episodes of different podcasts at the same you know um in in the same week that's probably an exaggeration but but not a big one and there we were doing seven to 15 episodes a week and all of them were live Okay, so like yeah. I said, not a big exaggeration because I said, you know, 14, which would have been 16 and that's close to 15. Anyway, um, so I, I, when we talked about doing, well, uh, around the same time, you and I were talking about doing a live stream and then doing live streams weekly and coming up with topics to talk about <laughs> and somehow through the hot seat it was like the live stream on saturdays could be the recordings of family from the heart and we could bring family from the heart back because it doesn't have to be about the kids it could just be about us because we are a family unit just the two of us and just um, the two of us yeah um we can make it if we try but you know one of us doesn't try all the time so <laughs> no i'm kidding I'm just being <laughs> facetious. Um, anyway, so so that led us to the the live recording on Saturdays being, or the live stream on Saturdays being a, a live recording of Family from the Heart. And then starting soon, um, my Thriving Mosaic will be going live streaming on Thursdays as I record that audio podcast. And... That one's that one's stumping me a little bit because all of the live streaming I've ever done, I've never done it alone. It 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 is a different so feeling, it, a different vibe. I I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's been on my schedule for several weeks now. I was gonna start on that first Thursday after Thanksgiving, so whatever day that was, the thirtieth or whatever of November, and. And it didn't happen. And then the next week it didn't happen. And this Thursday, Cliff's like, are you going to record? I'm like, nah, I'm not. Sarah asked me if I wanted to go to lunch. I'm going to go to lunch. Because <laughs> um, I'm still I'm still working through the, I, I want to do it live. I, I'm working through the hangups of doing it solo live. Because yeah. I've never done that before. Well, just be willing to feel awkward and uncomfortable and have it not go well. Two oh, or three or four or five times. Yeah. And you'll get better. And if you do begin to show up consistently and you let your audience know, some of them will come and they'll start interacting with you in the comments and you can. It's not the awkward that it, it, it's not the not going well. And it's just not having the dialogue. It's, it's not the it's not having the dialogue. And it's um it's it's not knowing how to do it. So like it's I'm uh, actually learning something new to do something that I'm pretty good at. You, you know what I mean? And so that's where I'm at. Gotcha. That, that's, that's the well, unfiltered. 
honest. Here's here's the here's a couple of things that happened. I went to publish your unboxing of your soul planner and i wanted to put your affiliate link in the description of your and video YouTube said no and youtube says i'm sorry you're just not good enough for that yet <laughs> thank uh, we, you youtube we don't trust you <laughs> way to build me up <laughs> um but anyway it's a you know we need to verify your identity and I was like, okay, no worries. And so we've done that twice, and they said no. Nope. <laughs> and they hey, let's do government ID verification. And so we literally sent them a picture, and they're like, denied. I'm like, how much more identity proof do you need? And and they're not giving you any reason why it's been denied. But I, th- you know, looking at the small print a little bit closer, I think what they're looking for is more activity on the channel. They want to make sure that people aren't out there trying to set up a YouTube channel just to start spamming and and putting out content. And your your channel just had not had much activity. And it's like, oh, Stephanie's here. It's like, oh, gosh, it was two and a half, three years ago when she published her last video, which was just one video. And now all of a sudden she wants to put an affiliate link here or she wants to put a, a link in our description of her video. And that seems suspicious. The idea of like, mm-hmm. let's just create videos and get links in these descriptions. So that's what they're trying to avoid. And then I'm like, well, uh, and we we had talked about in a live stream on Family from the Heart about, hey, one of the things we could do is to get people to subscribe to your YouTube channel. And then I recognized like your YouTube channel was youtube.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft and four digits. Like seven, three, three, four. Something yeah. like that. And I'm like, oh gosh, how we need to get that fixed. That, that's that's I want to have the full thing. And I'm, I went to go change it, and it says, I'm sorry, there's already a channel that exists at Stephanie, you know, YouTube.com/slash Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm like, huh. So I si- I went and signed into your old YouTube, and sure enough, it's there. So then I began the whole process of how do I transfer a YouTube account from one U- Google user to another. And I went through and I figured out all of that. That took a, a whole Days. It took like a, whole a whole week, week. Yeah. for that process to go through. And then once I got it, of course, I I have this like mild case of OCD in certain areas. <laughs> and I can't let things go. So once it finally got transferred into your name, there were two different YouTube cha- channels associated to your ID. And I'm like, okay, well, how do I delete this one? And so I deleted that channel, but it still showed two accounts when you were logged into YouTube. And one said, you know, here's this account for Stephanie Ravenscraft, no channel. And here's this YouTube account, which is at Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm like, I don't want that. I only want there to be one. Now you might think, well, Cliff, can't you just let it go? And my only concern was if you are managing your account at one some point in the future, and you do go to schedule something, I don't want you to accidentally have this option that doesn't need to be there. So I went through the whole process of like, okay, here's what I've got going on. This is what I want to accomplish. And I found deep in the recesses of the internet, I found out how to delete that account, that that no channel account. Mm -hmm. And I did it. And then I broke your YouTube channel. For several days, it wouldn't let, um, it wouldn't pull up at all. You type in youtube.com um, slash Stephanie Ravenscraft. No, and, no. If, if I pulled up, if anybody on the planet not logged in as you, 
pulled up youtube.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft, it pulled up your channel just fine. I couldn't log in. Okay. But if you are logged into Google with your Google account, your official Google account. That's what it was. You could not not only pull up your YouTube channel, you couldn't pull up youtube.com. Yeah. It literally, you had to log out of your Google ID to be able to pull up youtube.com. And it said, I'm sorry, trouble creating a channel for you. And it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And the crazy thing was, is that on, because you were already logged in to your YouTube account on your uh, YouTube app on your phone, I was able to, to see it. And I could go in and I could create a video from your YouTube channel. And I created a short saying, hey, this is just a test. Sure enough, it published. But if I was to sign out of your YouTube channel and sign back in, you would not be able to get back into it. So spent hours working on this with YouTube support under my account. And they're like, okay. And and finally, they understood everything that was going on. And they said, okay. Now that we understand what's going on, we can't do anything for you because this is that you are not logged in as the registered user of the account for which you're you're communicating with us about. And so we can't do anything for privacy reasons. You'll need to log in to that account to be able to and then request to chat with us. I said, you don't understand. I can't load YouTube.com on that account. And they're like, but that's what you have to do. But that's what you have to but do. But I can't. And that if I could do that, I would no longer need this support. <laughs> and it was, and finally I just let it sit. And a week later, I made a note to check in. And lo and behold, something got cleared out of their cached system. And this got, these changes got kind of saved. <laughs> it's called, um, uh, provisioned if you will okay. through their systems and and now every all of those changes it took a week for everything to to suss itself out but now stephanie only has one youtube account and it works and the whole point of saying that story is this i encourage you all to subscribe to stephanie's youtube channel at <laughs> youtube.com slash stephanie ravenscraft because until you start subscribing to her show or to her YouTube channel until you start leaving comments on her videos. She has no ability to put a link in her descriptions. But because we, because I chose the older account, we were able to bypass the ID verification requirement to go live. So we are broadcasting live on my YouTube channel and on Stephanie's YouTube channel. And my Facebook profile and Stephanie's <laughs> Facebook profile. And also, I believe we are on LinkedIn. Actually, I know we're on LinkedIn as on well. Yours. I on yours. I do not my- have live LinkedIn. Not yet. You will. Oh, okay. So, oh, and this week, Instagram announced that they are making to where you can live stream from your computer desktop. And I don't have access to it yet. I did not check to see if yours does. But we'll be broadcasting live on on Instagram as well. Gotcha. I've been getting notifications from people that I've followed. So-and-so is going live. So-and-so is going live. And yep. I'm, I'm like, hmm, do I really want to keep following them? <laughs> Fun stuff. 
but yeah, the, the, so yeah, I would encourage people, please, if you're listening to this in audio form, just open up your YouTube app or go to your YouTube desktop and search for Stephanie Ravenscraft and use the, it, there's only one account now, it's at Stephanie Ravenscraft and hit subscribe and help Stephanie get some, and leave her a comment, like it, all that stuff. Very fun. All right. So now that we're 51 minutes into the episode, do we want to talk about the topic of the week? <laughs> That's what you get for choosing topics of the week. Hey, t- so um, I, I think, are you still good? Because to talk? we could, I'm, I'm perfect to talk, but like we also had things in our notes to talk about. Oh, we do? We did. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, um, but but you named this topic or you named this episode. And I feel like we really. How well do you know yourself? How well do you know yourself? I know myself pretty dang well. Do you? Wh- what would you like to do at this point? Let's just say we were to go for another twenty minutes or so. What would you like to do with the remainder of this episode? I don't know. Do you because wanna- I I'm fine to to talk about stories through our our notes that we've been taking. Or pick one of these cards and think. That that that's what it, that's what is the there one is. that you would prefer over the other? Um, quite honestly, probably the notes because once we get so far, if we get like to next week, these won't be as fresh. And let's talk about this. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put these cards in, and I'll put them in backwards, and I, that way I'll know which ones you had selected. Okay. But do, do you have to take them away from me right now? Oh, do you want to fidget they've with them? Very much. Have you not noticed? They've been have, my fidget toy this have, whole time. Hold, hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> they, it's, it, it's, no, it I, I, I'm, I'm way down. I got, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe I need to make sure that you always have a deck of cards to fidget with because that is so much quieter than. Yeah, I'm doing really well. I know. I kind of want to shuffle them though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first story. So, so we um, have last Friday, which we didn't share last week because um, we didn't record on Saturday. But um, last Friday, McKenna came home from her first semester at Western. Yep. Oh, by and- the way, my dad asked me last night. Um, he says, "How so? How are you liking the empty nest?" I said, "It was great." But McKenna just came home. And Megan's at our house tonight. And tonight, before I left, she says, "Oh, by the way, Dad, I'm going to be over there. To- I'm going to be here tomorrow. I'm definitely going to be here Sunday, and I think I'm going to be here on Monday as well." I-, I think that as long for the next, we have 27 days until Megan's wedding, mm-hmm. and so I think that if you just have the mental. I'm by the way, I'm perfectly fine with it. I, I know, but, but he was but asking, yeah, how's, there, the, "How's the empty nest?" And I'm like, "Not so empty." Not so empty. Um, but that we have a lot of DIYs that we're still working through. To um, actually, honestly, I like it. I, I I mean, Maggie walking around on the on the thing above me sometimes I hear, but it, I mean, it's not so bad. Ma- I, Maggie I, is Megan's dog. Yeah, and so I do enjoy. I, I it's it's fun to have the kids in the house. So. Yeah, it it is, and and, and I. I have, I understand the value of celebrating anytime the kids come to visit in this season of life. Yes. So I just wanted to make a 
point okay. of saying but, that. But yeah, you're right. It's not very right empty. Right now, it's not a very empty house. <laughs> it's not. Um, so or last no. week, she came, home, she came home on Friday, but I don't know what day of the week that was. And anyway, so this was a day or two before then, before she came home. I got a text message from, from McKenna. And she says, I miss you, Mama. I'm so excited. Oh, it was the day before. Um, I'm so excited to see you tomorrow. I'm trying to do trying to do most of my packing tonight so I can get out as early as possible tomorrow. Okay. I said, we're excited to see you. And this time you'll be here long enough. Uh, you'll be sick of me and be ready to head back to BG, Bowling Green. And uh, because the, the visit before thanksgiving she was not even here for 24 hours she came in for megan's bridal shower and i think she was here for 21 hours from the time she walked in the door until the time she left the next day it was just really a quick turnaround and um, she said don't say that i don't think i'll get sick of you um i miss you so much and then she followed it up with you'll have to force me into the car in january so um i don't know that i'll have the energy to force her in the car because she leaves to head back two days after the wedding, but, um, but she thinks we'll have to force her out. And I think that that's, I think that that's sweet. Wait a second. So she's here all the way through the wedding. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. She will be here. So the wedding is on um, January 12th and she heads back on Sunday, the 14th. That's when the next semester starts. And the 15th is um, Martin Luther King day. And so she starts on the 16th. Okay. And so, cool. yeah. But yes, yeah, so um, so she thinks that we'll have to force her out, that she won't get tired of us. And I think that this is funny because this is the child who likes things the way that she likes them. She was so excited to live on her own and to have her own space. And um, I, I think like the way to get her to want to go back is to stop doing the dishes <laughs> and start, you know, um, leaving stuff all over. And but um leave our clothes in the dryer and like never take them out and but i think that it's really it's really nice for me to know that she's gone down there and and she is missing home she came home and we went to kroger that same night or that next night to get something and she's like she's skipping through the parking lot with her arms out wide spinning in circles i love northern kentucky like this kroger is the best kroger ever all of the krogers in bowling green suck <laughs> like it, it was it, it's refreshing and and heartwarming for me because this is the child who doesn't like northern kentucky and doesn't think that she will settle here after college and was so ready to get out and to leave and to be on her own and to have her own space and 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 she's missing it and she's she's missing home and so that that means a lot to me yeah anyway, it's good awesome i love it i have a story so okay. it's, it's probably not on our list but uh so last night i had an incredible time hanging out with my dad and this is something that we get to do, you know, relatively frequently. He likes to go to concerts of people who are in their 70s, but used to uh, fill entire stadiums of people with their Well, these are the concerts. people that he, he listened to. I know. Uh, but so last night we went to see Herman's Hermits starring Peter Noon in concert. 
and it was really good. We were in the third row back, which was cool. And he's 76 years old, and this guy had so much energy. <laughs> it was phenomenal. But he, but by the way, I'm I actually have my phone here. I, I I'm not going to do that because Stephanie wouldn't be able to hear it. You know what? I'm probably going to get you to wear headphones at some point. If we, if if we, if I want to get to back, no, okay. She, she's shaking her head now. Sometimes it doesn't bother me, but they they leave a crease on my head, and if I have other things to, they leave a crease in my hair, and if I have other things to do, I don't want to have to go do my hair again. Gotcha. And this is yesterday's hair today, so it's it's not like I went through great effort to do my hair today. I'm in my pajamas still. We um, could do AirPods though, like wired I, AirPods. I wear AirPods upstairs, like. But I'm, um, I'm talking about not wire, wireless because I, I wouldn't be able to do that. You, but I could, I could wear um, wired earbuds. That'd be fine. And, and I could even make it to where nobody'd be able to see because we could put the cable up from your back. Yeah. And yeah. monitor style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Oh, but anyway, so, so I, yeah. we went to see. So Herman's Hermits. Um, I've got, uh, let's see. I'm into something good. I've got the feeling mm-hmm. that I'm into something good. And I'm Henry the Eighth. I am. It's it's fun because my mom and dad took me to see Herman's Hermits at Riverbend. We were in the first row. Uh, front row of that concert and it was the monkeys the grassroots herman's hermits and i think it was gary puckett and the union gap i think there were four different oldies bands that were there and they were oldies bands at that point (laughs) but i was a kid at that concert and that was the first time i'd ever heard of herman's hermits but i really enjoyed a couple of their songs and i started listening to little bits of it here and there after that for a while and so to go to that concert with my dad last night, knowing that, gosh, it was probably, I don't know, 40 years ago, that I maybe 35 years ago, that I last saw Peter Noon in concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think two of the members of his band were original members that were there last night. Okay. So it was a great time. Had a, had a good time with my dad. And a couple months back, got to see Leo Sayer which I absolutely love Leo Sayer. I mean, yeah. Anyway, these are the kinds of bands that I get to go see with my dad. You know, the, the 60s crew <laughs> who are now in their 70s. Hey. It's, it's so much fun. But yeah, that's so that, and, and of course we do our uh, Waffle House afterwards. Yeah. yeah. All right, so what's next? Well, no, I was, I was, um, I was actually... Last night, while you were um, with your dad, I had my Taylor Swift Eras Tour uh, viewing party, and it really wasn't mine. I hijacked Megan's viewing party. <laughs> they had, she said, no, we were just going to watch the movie, Mom. You turned it into a party. But um, but so Megan and uh, her three best friends from high school came over, and it was me and McKenna and, and the four of them. And it was, I mean, I talk about the the movie in a minute, but just spending the evening with them was such a um, full circle moment for me because I was very involved in in watching these girls grow up through middle school and high school, and 
obviously since they went to college and were out on their own and Megan was was away in Bowling Green I haven't seen them as much but so to have them come back and to talk about adult things and it it was it was a really great evening for me for more than just my excitement to watch the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie which I was beyond excited to watch I plan on watching it again just because it was so enjoyable I hope you'll watch it with me. I definitely will watch it with you. So. And whatever time you clicked play last night, we have until that time to start it. All right, to finish it today. Unless you want to buy it again, which I'm sure you will. Uh, or rent it again, I should mm-hmm. say. But you've already paid $20. We should be able to watch it again. Actually, this I had I had credit. It came out of our personal account, okay. not the business account. Um, because I got the email from Amazon this morning. I found that. Like it came last night, but I found, I got it this morning. Um, but I had a credit on my account, so it actually cost me seventeen dollars. Oh. Well, still, but I, um, I would. I mean, we'll yeah. probably watch it around. We could watch it around four or five or right. Something. I don't think we started until seven thirty, yeah. maybe seven o'clock, seven thirty, something like that. So, yeah. so this afternoon we'll go. We'll we'll wrap this up and then we'll go to lunch and well, come I'm back and sh- watch it. I'm gonna run to Target as well. Um, you can come. Jane's going. Okay. Um, I think Jane's driving though. She wants to get an oil change. How about we drive separate and go to lunch and then you guys go to Target. Because I'd I'd really like to get some other projects done. That's fine. But I need to buy wrapping paper. Okay. For my project. (laughs) Gotcha. We (laughs) should see if they have American crew forming cream there. If you send me a text message. I will. Okay. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Very good. So, um, so the Eras tour was was last night, and it was so good. I, I'm actually almost glad that I didn't see it in person, because watching it in the comfort of my living room, without the noise level of of a stadium making me go deaf, and having all the best camera angles. <laughs> was perfect yeah like there's no guarantee i've been to so many concerts where there's there's no guarantee that where you're seated you're gonna have a great view and i've been on the floor i've been on the side i've been i've been to the reputation tour and was in the first row but there was a pit and people had signs and that blocks your view you can't you can't so I know. I, I I paid an incredibly large amount of money to have front row seats. <laughs> to watch someone else hold a sign up in the air. and um, Lots of people, actually. But it was one girl who yeah. kept doing it repeatedly after we asked if she could hold it down a little bit. But um, so anyway, I, I, I got to experience it in a different way and still felt all of the same energy and excitement and, you know. Yeah. That, that I would have. And then another story, I, I don't know if I want to tell this story here, if I'll just save it, but I'll tell it here. You Save it for what? Your own private yeah. show? Save that one for your private show. What? By okay. the way, just what's the topic so you can tease it? Um, McKenna got a tattoo. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So have you seen it? I did. Okay. Yep. And I know the mm-hmm. meaning behind it. So okay. If anybody wants to know about that, (laughs) check out Stephanie's podcast. It's called Thriving Mosaic. You can find that at thrivingmosaic.com. And is that going to be in your next episode? It will be. It'll be episode 62, 
and and you know what? It should be broadcasted live this Thursday at eleven thirty. Is it eleven or eleven thirty? I think it's eleven thirty. Let me look. Well, Hold I on. can look at my calendar. It, it's oh, I can look. It's right here. Okay. It is at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern, Eastern time. time. Broadcasting live at facebook.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft and youtube.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft. Perfect. The other thing was that we watched the Doctor Who specials. Oh, yes. That, and then that's are we caught else. up on... And then we're for- caught up on the on okay. the notes we've been taking. Let yeah. us talk about Doctor Who specials. Or clearly the notes I've been taking because... <laughs> okay. So is this the final topic that we'll talk about this in this be, episode? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I just want to preface this. If you are a Doctor Who fan and you have intentions of watching the final three episodes, or not, not the final three, the most recent three episodes, the specials on Disney+, and you have not watched them yet, let's just stop now and go watch those and come back and finish listening to this later. Uh, now, I realize with that being said, um, there might be some people who are streaming. So what I think we'll do, Stephanie, is end our live stream and finish this uh, just, just instu- on the audio. Just on yeah. the audio. Okay. Because I don't want to put spoils, spoils no, out for anybody yeah. out there. So what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up. And um, Stephanie, will you look at the camera and, and just wave bye to everybody? Bye, everybody. All right. <laughs> Awesome. And we'll catch you next week. Uh, we should be here. We have things set up, although there's still some things to tweak. I, I'd like to get this to where it's easier to set up every week. But um, we'll be back next Saturday at what time did we go live today? What? Well, today doesn't count, but it's supposed to be at 11. It's supposed to be at 11 <laughs> Eastern time. Until next time, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. All right, so we are out on the live stream that has been brought that has been put out, which is good, and uh, yeah. All right, so we are going to talk about Doctor Who, and this is can this can be spoilers. Not that there we're necessarily going to do spoilers, <coughs> but <Excuse me. clears throat> we want the ability to, right? Yes. All right, so let me just close this software and close that software because we don't need it now that the live stream is done. (sighs) Okay. So, Stephanie, what'd you think about the three Doctor Who specials with David Tennant and Donna Tate? Catherine Tate. I'm sorry, Dr. Donna. Donna Noble. Donna Noble. Thank you. Um, I, I will have to tell you, first and foremost... That the only reason I watched the three Doctor Who specials is because it was David Tennant and uh, Catherine Tate. I was so excited that for whatever reason, Doctor Who decided to put these two back together. Yeah. Um, I think I watched the finale of the last season with you when the regeneration happened and it was like, I know these teeth. I, I know this face. <laughs> and um, so I was so excited for these episodes. The first one, so good. Just loved every bit of it. The second one, best Doctor Who I've ever seen. Ever. And 
me as well. Um, hands down, the best, it, maybe not the best story. I think there are some really incredible stories, but as far as production value and like just, it's like I'm really enjoying this every minute as it's going along this episode. And it's just the two of them. And it's just the two of them. For the whole 55 minutes or whatever it was. It was so good. It was it was phenomenal. I I would watch that episode again, even knowing... Well, it also had my favorite character in in the episode as well. It didn't just have the Doctor and Donna. It had the TARDIS. The TARDIS, yes. Um, <laughs> the, tar- yeah. the TARDIS the is TARDIS, a person. It, it, very much. I'm since danger and hightailed it out of there. Um, but uh, absolutely phenomenal. It was the so good. The second episode. It was I so good. was so happy and entertained and intrigued I, the whole time. I loved, and because we can talk spoilers, I loved how they, you know, d- the Doctor and Donna played uh mirror versions of themselves yes. throughout this episode and i was watching it's like wait a second okay am i missing something here because in one scene it, the they're in this room where there's like an orangish background and then it's like it's flipping and it's like blue background and it's like wait a second your arms are too long and it's like wait a second you know wait didn't I just hear this lie? As what's going on here? And then I we find out that there's this alien life that is trying to duplicate them. And what I love about it, and I, I don't think you caught on to this, but I think it has to be a shout out to what's going on with artificial intelligence right now. In that artificial intelligence has a really difficult time reproducing like limbs. Like it, it's okay. like, yeah, yeah they, I would, they, they I have wouldn't. a really hard time with hands, arms, legs, fingers, Wrists. all of it. <laughs> yes. Well, we, that was in the, um, there, there is a, a scene where he has to choose which Donna is the actual Donna and, um, he chooses the wrong one. And then he goes back and he tells Donna that the, the other's wrist was 0.06 millimeters off or something like that and so um i mean i wouldn't have known that about ai but but knowing that makes it funnier yeah so well and and they'll i can next time i come across somebody that does a video where they're showing some of the really odd ai results Mm -hmm. uh there it's called generative fill and it's there's like 16 legs under the table <laughs> in all different positions. It, it's funny. hilarious. It's funny. But it, it was it was kind of the nod to that scenario. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that it was, but it was fascinating. It was all out in space, the edge of existence. It was uh, it, it was just brilliant. And then the third special. And then the third special was was very good. Um. So they've just been at the edge of existence and are coming back to what they think they left at the end of the first the special. first special, um, only to find out that something they did at the end of the first special has altered the the reality that they're coming back to, and I I loved it. I know um, I've seen that uh, not a lot of people really loved Neil Patrick Harris 
playing the toy maker, but I did. I loved it. I think that he is a genius and can play any part ever. <laughs> if there are people out there who did not love it, it was probably due to the fact that they loved, they didn't like the idea that that character was brought back and played by somebody in a completely different way. Because okay. the toy maker, the celestial toy maker is a character that was in the original Doctor's, the first Doctor's mm-hmm. Doctor Who season. Okay. And um, and, and some, some of those things are best not, you know. Retouched. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of crazy because how many times, I mean, the Master has been recast. Which, by the way, the Master was in, mm-hmm. you know, there's a little hint that the Master is going to be back. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I I love Neil Patrick Harris. I, I thought whether the, did you notice that they never once called him the toy maker in the episode? No, are you? Sh- I'm. Um, or did they? I thought I, he did. Maybe but, you're right. Maybe they. Did, maybe they did. I, I I could be wrong. But I did notice that the the episode was not titled the toy maker. No, it, it was titled the the giggle or something like yeah. that. But anyway, you're, but I think they did, he did call him the toy yeah. maker. But um, so so many things about it that that I loved. Um, in the first episode, in the first special, um, Donna hinted at at you not having any money. Like she had won the lottery. Is yeah, that, she won the lottery. She he, gave he, it all he away. He gave her a lottery, a winning lottery ticket. Okay, and um, I didn't remember that coming from him. But anyway, so um. So she had had given all of that money away to, which is great because the the Donna that gave all the money away didn't know why she did it or didn't remember, you know, didn't understand, didn't understand why she did it, but she did it to be like him because he was always helping people, and um and then so in the third they're working with is it called the unit mm-hmm. is that who and and they right away offer Donna a job, and um. And her negotiation negotiations. Salary. It wasn't even a negotiation. It was uh, this is what I'll come work for, and um, and so we know that if the unit actually spins off, that we will see Donna again, and and I love that. Um, I I think it's just unit. Just so is it just unit? Because I'm trying to. Yeah, I think it's okay, just unit. Unit. Um, but getting so so being with unit before cause I did that in the last season that I watched with um what was the actress's name who played the doctor Oh uh you, Jody Whitaker Jody Whitaker so they worked with unit and we saw him then when I was watching those last episodes with you and um so just getting to know those characters more and and how they're working and what they're doing to and to th- keep the the planet safe, um, the whole scene where Neil Patrick Harris gets into Unit was fantastic. It was entertaining. It was um, it was enjoyable, and even the doctor is like, "How does he do that?" Like, um, I I really en- enjoy just that that scene. But uh, what was I gonna say? Um, do you have anything else to add before I add? I, I move to my next favorite part. 
Oh no, I, I'm I'm just listening. I have lots of things to okay. that, that stood out to me, but I'll just wait to see if you say them. Well, my next favorite part is by generation. Oh, okay. Then I'll, I'll just say that I love the fact that they made a point that the doctor has a thing for redheads. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did, and they'll be working together. Yeah, and so. uh, it's this is a huge deal for people who are fans of the classic Doctor Who. Mel, who was the seventh Doctor's companion, was in this episode, and. I, it very much seems to me like there's going to be a spin, the, the unit will be a spinoff show and it will likely have uh, the Colonel Lethbridge Stewart's uh, daughter, which is, mm-hmm. I can't remember her name right now. Um, but anyway, it will ha- probably have Mel and it will probably have Donna. And it may have also Ace, who was in a previous episode, and maybe Tegan. Uh, so these are companions of the classic Doctors. I think that would be, an, for me, it would be a compelling reason to watch this. And then I'll come back to the what would be a compelling reason to watch this, but it would be how would they do that and could they really destroy Doctor Who, the original, the actual show, if they do this. But go ahead and talk about by location. By generation. Or by generation. Um, it was just really, I've never, it's not a term I've ever heard Doctor Who use before. Never has. And I have been watching Doctor Who with you for decades. Um, granted, some of them was just in the background while I was doing something else. Bubble monsters. But you can't, yeah, I mean, bubble wrap monsters, I wouldn't know about them if I wasn't at least half paying attention. Um, Saran wrap. I still will not watch the Weeping Angels. They creep me out. Mm. They do. I'm pretty sure the creeping, the Weeping Angels are going to be in the Christmas special. Ugh. Really? I think they so. They did kind of, did, did, didn't they actually, they mentioned them in one of these three episodes. I think so. Um, they really creep me out really, really bad. Um, always have. So it's it's not a term I've ever heard before. Obviously, it's something they've never done before. But when the toy maker, if that's what we're going to actually call him. I, I, um, he is definitely the toy maker. Okay. I, I, I just, I think some a YouTuber who does Doctor Who stuff made a point that they did not use the 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 phrase name toymaker but it wasn't in the episode he was actually making a point that they did not use the name toymaker in the title oh, or in, okay. the, in the in the episode in title. the episode title so, but i'm pr- i'm pretty sure i know for a fact neil patrick Harris was playing this celestial toymaker well and i i think that that even somebody asked the doctor who is he and he said the toymaker yeah, like yeah. I, I it's the toymaker but so the the toymaker um forces regeneration because he says he's already played a game with this version of of the doctor and and so he won't play a game with him again um and so he forces uh regeneration and david Tennant's doctor turns and looks at don and says it feels different this time and is Mel on the other side? And he, so they pull his arms and you have David Tennant on one side and the new doctor whose name I don't know right now on the other. And now you have two Doctor Who's. And um, I thought it was genius down to the fact that 
the new doctor is wearing the um the button up collared shirt and the tie undone and the converse and underwear and david tennant is left with the vest and the undershirt and the pants and he's barefoot and it was which means he was wearing um the converse with no socks and that's gross but um but it, it was just i just I, I i absolutely i absolutely loved it i love that um they did the same with with the tardis just the a TARDIS big sledgehammer so cool. and and knocked it <laughs> knocked a new one out um i just was i haven't been that excited about doctor who since chris eggleston yeah became david tennant like ah uh, gotcha that, yeah that when that so are you going to watch generation. the new doctor with me? I might. I liked him. Yeah. I I liked him. He he well, he's easy on the eyes and um they have, I liked his his energy. I I liked yeah. I think I I think that you will enjoy this new season cuz there's going to be a lot more money put into episodes. The budget is going to be massive cuz they've got they're working in partnership, partnership with, with Disney. Disney now. Um and different writers from current recent seasons of the show. I mean, there, there's a lot going for it this time. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're interested. Obviously there'll be a Christmas special coming out mm-hmm. here. Not too long. Uh, so that's awesome. So my, my concern though is the way that it's written. Cause I'm pretty sure I've heard nothing but solid rumors and also confirmations that there are going to be spinoffs at least one, if not more, spinoffs, but certainly a unit spinoff show. Mm-hmm. And if they do a unit spinoff show, it appears to me that David Tennant might be a part of unit spinoff show. It did. It did seem that way. But if, also, he, his version of the Doctor is supposed to be getting rest. He's worn out. He's he's run himself ragged and that's what yeah. has has um spurred this by generation and so maybe it'll just be a guest yeah e- like, even if they do a guest thing and he's on an episode like maybe if there let's just say there are 8 episodes per season and then he, if he's in one or two episodes per season then unit is actually doctor who except that he may not be in it. but any episode that david tennant's in it's doctor who and I don't know, but don't know. but the thing is, is they could actually bring other doctors into right. unit from time to time because well, time time travel. So I don't know. Maybe it's not a big deal, but but know. there's a part of me thinks that it's like maybe it, he's gonna take on maybe he's going to take on you know a human identity now that he is living on on Earth permanently to get his rest. Yeah. Who knows. They could do anything. They could. But you know what else they can do? What's that? Crossovers. I was just thinking, it's like, well, that'd be no different than a crossover. But then who is the doc? Who's actually the doctor right now? You know, it's like. The new guy's the doctor. Well, I know. And, and, but I, I think, I wonder this, I I can't remember the actor's name either yet. And so the thing is, is something Shawick or something, but. I think I would be a little bit bummed to think there's another doctor out there floating around in current production. Then maybe it won't be right away. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Doctor Who is not the only thing that David Tennant 
works on. It's it's not the only work he does. No, I know that. And we don't know when so, when the new season of Doctor Who will start. Exactly. And the question is is whether or not David Tennant will be in the Christmas special because technically speaking technically that, it should be the new doctor now off yeah. on his his that, and, new and adventures. As much as I love David Tenor, Tennant and I would love for him to be the doctor for like eight more seasons. Um but uh, you know, it, I, I, in all fairness, I'd like to see the new doctor have a, a shot at this, and yeah. not with the divided attention of an of David Tennant's fifteenth, you know, incarnation. Right. The, I don't know if it makes sense. I, it's like I, I understand. What I you're don't saying. want David Tennant to go away, but at the same time, you don't want it to steal from it, the new doctor. I think it steals some of the value yeah. of having a new doctor, right? We'll see what they're doing. We we don't, yeah, we'll you know, who who knows what they're actually going to do. But um, but <sighs> I I'm surprised that I liked this the new guy right away because I've said many times David Tennant is my doctor. Yeah, he is. I was surprised that I liked Matt Smith, and and I didn't like him as much. <laughs> but I you know as David Tennant because he is he is my doctor. But um but I did and um. I watched almost all of Matt Smith's episodes, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited to watch to watch Doctor Who with you um, again. Awesome, I like that. All right, well, Stephanie, um, we we could play the music now because we're not <laughs> live streaming, but I don't want to sit and extend this for two more minutes. So how about we just say uh, very awkwardly with an abrupt end we'll see you next week hopefully maybe even live at 11 a.m eastern time next saturday live all over the internet until next time we encourage you to live your life on purpose